Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm Kelly Lippenholtz, joined by Tom Corcoran today. How you doing, Tom? Good, Kelly, in the midst of the uh, coronavirus here. so Yeah, good. You're doing good. Is that a real answer? <laughs> Well, I think all of us, and we'll talk about this, are, there's a, it's a stressful time. I don't, I don't think you can avoid that. And so I think all of us, yeah, I'm doing well, I'm doing good. But yeah. I think if you don't, when we'll get to this, kind of acknowledge the stress of this and, and all that, there's, you know, hey, it's all great. You know, it's, it's not. There's a lot of stuff going right. on in the world that's, that's uh, troublesome. So I think we have to just acknowledge that. So that'll be actually yeah. the first thing we're talking about in a little Let's bit. Let's go. Let's jump in. You want to jump mean, in That's there? the first, that's the, that's step one. So we just want to take back some up time to, to lead and to just to talk about how to lead and care for others during this time. And before we even do that, we have to lead and care for ourselves. So this is a unique time in history, right? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that's always stuck with me is 50% of leadership is self-leadership. Mm-hmm. If you can't lead yourself, you can't lead anybody else. And so, yeah, your number one responsibility, I think, you know, before God is is to lead yourself before you lead others. So I think there's some things we can talk about today that can helpful. Yeah. Cause I don't know if ourselves. I really know what that means. I mean, I might be doing some of those things to lead myself, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I know exactly what that means. How do you lead yourself? Well, I think and to lead yourself, I mean, I think means to take responsibility for your own actions, for everything about you, your body, mm-hmm. your, your physical, mm-hmm. your intellectual, your spiritual, your social, your emotional health. All that is self-leadership, uh, self-directing yourself that, again, I think in the midst of this time, it is so easy to be swayed by everything else that's out there in the culture and all the other things that are going on in everybody else. You know, I think we're talking about this virus spreading. Right. And that's concerned. But, you know, there's a spirit of fear out there spreading. There's a spirit of yeah. panic out there spreading. There's mm-hmm. spirits of, you know, talking about a little before we start, speculation and when's this going to be over there and, and despair. There's all kinds of yeah. other things that are. And if you are not leading yourself, those things are just going to blow you, you know, like you like are, are be blown about. And so right. self-leadership is about not letting mm. everything else out there mm-hmm. direct me. Not letting other people direct me. And again, we want to work with people, but I'm not going to allow other people's moods and I'm not going to allow other people's tensions and fears. And again, all those stuff direct me. I'm going to be directed, self-directed under the authority of God. Under obviously. the authority of uh, God, Obviously right. that means, but self-leadership means I'm going to put myself under the authority of God mm. and under his direction <laughs> and do the things for me and take responsibility for my life that no one else can do. Because no mm. one else can do, can take responsibility for your life but you. Right. That's self-leadership. Does That's that answer good. that question? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Every morning I put myself under the authority of God, but then I don't, I don't <laughs> live in it all day. Yeah. Well, that's, so we, it's, that's the difficult part. We have to keep That's something I'm working to. on during this, during this time. It's something I'm practicing. All so, right. So let's get into um, some different ways that we can care for ourselves and care for others during this time. And Tom kind of hit on it already, but step one would just be to acknowledge how this crisis is hitting you emotionally. Yeah. And I think, and I have my notes in here. I'll, get, you want me, I'll, I'll share some of my thoughts and maybe you can share your thoughts sure. after that. But I, I kind of find right now I'm mostly annoyed. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just where I am. And uh, let what me, are you annoyed by? Uh, let me, I mean, I'm annoyed by, uh, for, and I think just be honest with that. So like, I think yeah, we, like, sure. feel like we can't say these things. And, mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm annoyed, you know, about how some people are reacting to it because yeah. I feel like some people are just getting way crazy panic and every conversation I have with them is like, again, I see the fear in them mm-hmm. and it, it annoys me because, um, again, I, I partly I need to keep a distance in the sense of I don't want your fear getting on me. And I know, yeah. again, that's, I want to love them through it, but I'm annoyed at their fear that they just keep going to the worst possible case scenarios right. and all the negative Nelly kind of stuff. And I'm just like... It's again, you got to avoid speculation. This we don't know, you know, again, we got to take it. It sounds cliche, but day by day, you know, Mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, or God fed the Israelites in the desert with manna, like day by day. So they depend upon, right. They couldn't, they couldn't save any, they couldn't (laughs) put it in their pocket. They couldn't take home the whole aisle of toilet paper. Right. So trying to live too far into the future in this thing, well, it can be helpful to plan. That's not nothing wrong with that, but when it starts leading to speculation and fear and all that, now you know you've gone too far and you got to pull right. back. So I get annoyed by people like that. I'm annoyed. Look, I'm annoyed by, you know, some of the things that aren't open and things not yeah, happening. Yeah, the like, interruption to our yeah, conveniences. You know, baseball yeah, sure. season, you know, I'm annoyed that March Madness didn't happen. I'm annoyed yeah. that baseball season's been delayed. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm annoyed, you know, some of the things saying what you can and can't do. And just like, I'm, an, I, I'm just annoyed by, I'm annoyed at disruption of life again of, things that weren't part of life before like you know the mask people wearing masks and i'm just like i don't know why i mean i'm not saying that that's right i'm just saying that's the feeling i have yeah um again i, I get annoyed being told what to do um I, I, I once was told by someone you don't even like telling yourself what to do <laughs> which is the opposite of being wow. self-directed but it's true <laughs> i don't and that's just my personality if i'm a if you've done the you know we've done the i said this you heard that yeah the, yeah the, the temperaments, temperaments yeah. i'm a green Greens are stubborn and they do not like being told what to do. Oh my. So I have a child like that. Yeah. So if you're a, I mean, probably every temperament we could say why this is hurting you negatively. If you're the yellow, you want to have fun and you can't have fun. Yep, if you're, yep. you're green, you don't want to be told what to if do. If you're red, to everything's do. out of control. And red, everything's out of control. <laughs> and blue, they worry about everything anyway. So, right. but you know, that's another thing. They're but, just depressed, more depressed than they were before. <laughs> yeah. They're just more melancholic <laughs> and I'm, I have some blue in me, but I, I do too. But I just, I'm annoyed and I, again, I'm not saying that's right and I have to, but that's just the way I get yeah, annoyed. Not by in a disrespectful way that, that you're annoyed, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right. By illness. <laughs> yeah. But it. my husband is, is feeling, I think, similar to how you are too. He, yeah. he kind of, um, he'll, he asks me questions every single night. Well, why is, I don't understand why this is a bigger deal than the regular flu. And I just uh, yeah. go, I just go through the process with him. Yeah, okay, and well, I've there's no vaccine too. and there's no, so anyway, I don't think it's unusual how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think a little bit of my temperament, um, the green will think things are kind of overblown easily. And that's mm-hmm. a little bit my, you know, my real, you know, I'm skeptical as a person. Yeah. As, yeah. And that's my Myers-Briggs probably more like all those mm-hmm. kind of things just play into it. And they all play in for other people again. And for other people it does play if you're a red, probably the control and the fear is probably coming more maybe, or mm-hmm. you're annoyed, angered at the lack of control. So I guess we could have gone into the whole temperament stuff. Yeah. That is kind of mean. interesting. But Anyway, I just think acknowledging your temperament and personality are probably going to play into how you're feeling about this and just acknowledging it, I think. What's yours? What's your... Introverts all over the world are rejoicing right now, right? Because they get to stay home. I don't know. I'm an introvert Um, and it doesn't... I'm not. You don't love it. Yeah. Um, So I... some parts of me like I scored equal on... uh, Yeah, there's some parts I like too. I scored equal on the red and the yellow, interestingly, the exact same score. Um, So I retook it a couple times and then it's just... Well, it, you have it varies a depending a, on the day. So maybe we should just real pull back. So the the thing we're talking about again is the temperaments, the right, classic, the four temperaments, um, mm-hmm. which is, are sanguine, choleric, melancholic, and phlegmatic. Or other people have done it by colors, mm-hmm. which is um, 
again, red is choleric. You want control. You're motivated by control. Blue is melancholic. You're, you're kind of motivated by order. Um, green is phlegmatic, which is me. You want peace and harmony. Mm-hmm. And yellow is fun. You want yeah. fun and motivated by that. So that's just a little bit. Again, you can learn more about that, but that's yeah. what Kelly and I are talking about. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I probably, I say this a lot sometimes when we're talking about feelings. I don't, I don't know what I feel (laughs) and I'm usually pretty aware of my feelings. I was excited to get to work from home a little bit and, and, and then I did it for one day and I hated it. (laughs) Um, so I don't like the disruption in the schedule and that for me, and we're going to get to that, but that's probably the biggest piece for me is, is having a routine. And, um, so I I don't know. I I've been doing fine, fine, fine. doesn't really mean anything until like yesterday. And it just kind of started to hit me like, this is, this is difficult, I yeah. guess. This is difficult or it actually, it doesn't feel difficult to me yet. It's been for us right now, as we record today, it's been about two and a half weeks that we've been away from work and kind of sequestered at home. And it just still feels fine to me. I like being at home. I'm kind of a homebody, um, but I do miss the office and social interaction, but I don't feel like it's negatively affecting me yet okay. in any way, which is strange. That's No, that's great. That's great. So... I, and that's the, the, you know, that's the case for other people out here. That's great. Acknowledge that. No, it's still not bothering me yet. Yeah. But yesterday I was just sad all day and I didn't really know why. And so that's been, that's interesting too. I was just sad. I'm also annoyed at myself that it bothers me, by the Mm. way. (laughs) I'm annoyed that I'm annoyed (laughs) because I want to be like easy going and like, oh, it doesn't bother me. I want to be like you. Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. Oh, well, thanks. But I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. So... (laughs) So just stop being annoyed. Make uh, yeah. a decision. No, no, I don't I, know. Yeah. No, I agree. It's not I'm, that I'm easy. Just... Your temperament is ingrained. <laughs> it's not something that you can really change that easily. So I think just we're acknowledging those emotions. And again, everyone has different on these and they're all valid, right? It's just obviously it doesn't mean they're, they're valid in the sense they're real. You can't ignore them. It doesn't mean you should be motivated by them. But before we can direct ourselves out of that, we have to acknowledge what we're really dealing with. Yeah, yeah, because there's other people on staff that I've talked to. One is um, Susan Aldridge, who is the director of our small groups. Um, She is a connector and a people person, and she loves people, and she loves FaceTime with people. And um, so she's struggling probably a little bit more than than someone who's not necessarily a connector or loving people, being with people. So she's just a big collaborator. That's how she likes to work. She likes to talk things out. She likes to sit together and work on something together. So, so she's struggling with, with that, which I'm sure a lot of, you know, very extroverted, gregarious people are. All right, we'll move on to the next one. So, but then I think assuming you have stress like me or you're annoyed, what's your outlet for the stress? How are you going to get rid of it? What are you going to do with it? So, um, there has to be some things that you're you're doing with that stress. Um, again, I think for for me, exercise has definitely been huge. You mm-hmm. know, trying to get out and do phone calls and walks. Like so, I, I know yesterday I had a I had a phone call with someone, so I took a walk, even though it was like really kind of bitter cold here yesterday. Yeah, it was really <laughs> my nasty. My hands were numb by the end, but I had to get out of my house. I yeah. just had to get out. Yeah. So um, the fresh air is is definitely needed. I think for people at this time, but. Just what is your strategy for dealing with the stress that's going to be healthy, obviously, too? Because you could eat a whole bunch, and that's not necessarily going to be healthy. Yep. Um, you know, exercise, I think, is another one. Prayer, obviously, or other other strategies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What 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 are your outlets for the stress at this time? Or, again, you're not stressed, so you're good. Well, you know, but maybe I am. I th- the thing that's stressing me out, not necessarily like the virus, but the sitting in front of my computer all day is, yes. is like – 
causes me stress. It, yeah. Zoom meetings cause me stress. They do. It's really difficult to connect. It's difficult to participate. And so I find at the end of the day, and I'm like shrugging my shoulders really close mm. to my ears right now, I find that actually it's getting earlier and earlier by noon or 11 a.m. Mm. I have my neck and my shoulders are tight. And so yeah. part of what I've been doing to deal with that is just like laying on the floor, flat on the floor and just like having some meditation time, like zero thinking, just meditate for five minutes um, or contemplative prayer, which I've learned from Father Nicholas. Um that's been helping that's been helping me just some deep breaths and some like some meditating and focusing on my body for a couple of minutes that's been help tremendously helpful yeah i, I think i agree with you there's just a kind of stress and be in front of the computer screen all day long yeah. wait you thought you were in front of a computer screen a lot before you're not nothing compared to what it is nothing now, now i mean i'm literally i the first week of this i sat at my desk at home in front of the computer for like nine or ten hours yeah. in a day and, and so the other thing I'm doing is just trying to get up more often and get a drink, get some water. And like you said, take a phone call on a walk yeah. instead of at the desk, because at work you get up and you go to meetings and you sit in different seats and you move to the conference room and you move to this room and you move to eat lunch. And we're not doing that anymore. Right. We're just sitting in one place all day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. I, I think that's really helpful and helpful insight about what causes the stress too. So. All right, listen, those were the first two ways to lead yourself. Um, and so we're going to come back right after this break with two more suggestions for you. We'll be right back. The Rebuilt Field Guide will lead you and your leadership team through assessment and goal-setting exercises that will help you revitalize your church. The workbook offers practical steps that will bring your team together so that you can affect change in your parish. If you know your parish needs to change or want to introduce the principles of Rebuilt, but you don't know where to start, the Rebuilt Field Guide is the perfect resource. You can order the Field Guide from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at Ave Maria Press. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Today, Tom and I are talking about ways to lead yourself and uh, lead your teams through what is probably the, well, not probably, the biggest public health crisis we've ever seen uh, in this country and in our lifetime, hopefully the biggest we will ever see. And so we're stressed and we are looking for ways to um, relieve that stress and uh, ways to lead ourselves and our teams through this time, ways to increase our faith through this time. So, Tom, what is, um, let's see, let's, we said step one is just to acknowledge how you're feeling uh, about this. And step two is to have an outlet for stress that you're feeling. So what is our third suggestion for folks? Again, I think that number three then is to be on the lookout for the opportunities of what God is doing during this time. And I think a lot of people have said that. I don't know if that's anything really original, but that God is doing something. <laughs> that yeah. Well, He always is. So right. He is in this too. Right. And I think at times we, again, the fear and the panic and all that can overwhelm people's ability to look out mm. for what is God doing and trying to accomplish during this time. Um, you know, I think that song we are playing right now, the w- Waymaker, is like a mm. perfect song. Uh, even both the songs I think we've been playing at our church have been imperfect. The offertory song as well, and um, but you know that one little phrase is "You never stop working." Right? Even when I don't see it, even you're when working. I don't see it. Even, even when, I don't, when feel, I don't feel it, you're yeah. working. Yeah. yeah. So God is working here, and there is opportunities here that would not have been possible. Um, yeah. And so, what is the? What are those opportunities? You know, I, I kind of wrote down a couple of things. I feel like God wants to do. I think professionally. 
and we're going to talk about this in the next podcast, but nativity, mm-hmm. we had actually just talked about it nativity on a retreat <laughs> right before this all broke about how we should be moving more digital, be more digital church, digital discipleship. I love that phrase. Um, and moving in that direction. And now this seems to be moving us quicker, obviously, and we're trying mm-hmm. to, to tact in that way. Uh, from Rebuilt, we were really moving to taking a lot more coaching clients, kind of more intensive. And now, of course, and no one wants to do that anymore because, you know, it was kind of an investment. We were asking people to make financially and people aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. But we're moving now to hmm. coaching or, or not from coaching, but more bringing people in a small group. So if you actually if you're interested in that, you can go to churchnativity.com. I'm sorry, rebuiltparish.com slash groups. And there's a form there if you're interested in connecting with some other leaders Very at this cool. time. So rebuiltparish.com slash groups. Uh, so those are two things I think God, God was kind of moving us more. Let's connect other leaders because people need that at that time. That's my professional. My, my personal is, again, obviously just to connect more with my kids and be more aware of what's going on. Um, the reality is for me, even though I have you know, I have eight kids, first of all. I have a lot of kids <laughs> to be to know their whole reality. It's a lot what's to going connect on. with. Yes, to know what's <laughs> going on in all their lives is pretty hard. And then I, you know, I'm I'm driven at work and you know, this does yeah. work does consume a lot and I go to work and I'm at work and I'm home, but I'm home now I'm home a lot more, you know, yeah, during sure. the ordinary time I'm home, but I'm not home as much. Now I'm home a lot more, so I'm just more attentive to what's going on in each of their lives hmm. and I Still got to grow in that. I still think moms always tend to know more what's going on in their kids' lives than dads, but I can be more attentive to that. And it is kind of nice. I mean, my kids actually do like me home, you know, in the Aww, sense of that's nice. My, even my 16 year old was like, oh, you're staying home? Cool. And then I think he said it and kept talking because he didn't want me to know I heard it. <laughs> but he appreciated me home. And I think that's at least nice. just my presence and, okay, what else is God trying to do? I'm trying to organize my own kids and kind of show my care and concern for them during this time. But that's for me, at least what I see as opportunities. I don't know what you see as your yeah, opportunities. Th- those are great. I mean, I definitely have both professional and personal opportunities as well. And I think, you know, the day we we stopped working in the office and started working at home, the, the next day we had prayer. And you asked this question, um, what what opportunities is God giving you by, through this? And uh, personally, from a personal standpoint, I knew right away I was able to answer that question just to get healthy because... I I like to work. I like to come into work and I um I tire myself out at work. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Um I tire myself out in a number of ways because I respond I I kind of will order my day by my email sometimes. All the things you're not supposed to do to be productive. I will I fall into that when things get really busy. And um and so I'm when I get home some some nights I'm so taxed out from any from anything. Like I can't read a book. I mm. don't want to talk to anyone. I mm. don't want to go to happy hour with friends. I don't want to do anything. And so, and I was like, I was worried about that. Like, I don't want to be like that. And so from a personal standpoint, I just really feel like God is giving me this time to get healthy, to eat healthy. Cause I also like, I never prepare food to come into work. You know, I just eat out or eat what's around. Like just, he's just really giving me this time to get healthy and to feel good and to understand um, how good that is for me and how good it is for my life and how good it is for my work and that my work could be better because I'm well rested. And we'll get into that in the next one too, because um, my schedule is really, I would have put that at number one if I were writing this podcast, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm not. So that's okay. 
Um, professionally, God's doing a couple things in my professional life. The first one is, you know, I just started leading a, a team of people in the fall. And the team of people I'm leading are really capable, uh, efficient people that barely need a leader. I mean, everybody needs a leader, right? But they just do their job and they do it really well. And there's not a lot of ways that they really need me to help them do their job, maybe to bring them together as a team. Right. That's your job. Right. Yes. And so that is, that seems to be like the main job now. Like you got to bring these people together. They're not seeing each other every day. Right. right. And so so, more important now. Right. That has become more important. And that is really kind of cool how that's happened and just sort of happened naturally over the last two weeks where I just feel more connected to everybody on the team and, um, and I hope that they are feeling more connected to each other too. We're working together on a lot of things, all these digital things that we'll be talking about in the next podcast. And then the other thing I would really like to be doing is writing a little bit more and being at home and not being in the distraction of the office makes that easier to do. I haven't done it yet, but, um, Again, as we get into this last suggestion for you, I can I'll talk a little bit about how I'm going to write more. Yeah, just to sum up on that, so that's good. You know, I think on the opportunities, yeah, it depends upon yours. Just get you know get healthy. There's new opportunities to connect with people digitally. You know, it could be Sabbath, just the rest, which is maybe a little bit to what you're talking about, or just to reassess what you have been doing and how much payoff has it really had, right? Like you're saying, yeah. do the email and just getting there. Email is a low payoff priority, right? It's a low payoff action. It doesn't produce very much often you know right like, and i use kind of like my to-do list and things to get done yeah yep. there can be some payoff but if we're getting sucked in yeah that but birth- let me just throw this out for a second since we're talking about like working from home email seems to have become a little more important too since we're at home because i could not when i try on days i try to write i try not to check my email till noon or one o'clock till yep. i've written and i don't feel habit. like i can do that right now because things are happening in real time. Like we're trying to, uh, you we're know, trying to launch all these new digital steps and, mm. and digital ways of connecting. And it, so anyway, I just, I feel the pull to my email a little bit more. Yeah. There could be a little bit in, because we're not tangent, together, a little bit of tangent, but I was going to say yeah. too, is like, although I turned my phone off today at a certain point, it, it's so tempting to go to email or phone and just get, we're, yes. we're so easily ADD um, and distracted, but yeah, to turn those things off and be like, or to again, let your team know the world's not going to end if I don't see your email in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's move to that and let your team know, all right, this is my schedule. So this goes next to one week four. Number four is to set a schedule or an ideal week. Yeah. And if your team knows your ideal week and knows what you're doing, they would know, Hey, all right, Kelly from noon, from eight to noon on Wednesday mornings is writing and so yeah. she's not going to answer my I'm email not and so going to respond unless yeah. it's really important i know i can right. i will i would text her or i would you know if it was a, a vital emergency like how often does that really happen you know you know it really doesn't, <laughs> doesn't right? no we, we feel a sense of urgency but it's not right urgent. right um you know but so to set a schedule and then just keep tweaking it because and the reason I, I did that i know i created an ideal week or afterwards and so for my my, my schedule's been totally thrown off yeah. But again, in light of the op- for sure. and, and number four, this is why I put it forth, by the way, Kelly. Okay. Just to answer right. your quick critique there. <laughs> because in light of the opportunities, no, okay. I I'm wasn't just, critiquing. I it just, was just, I would have. It. I know. I'm just, I'm messing with you. <laughs> but in light of the opportunities, therefore, how are you setting your schedule for that? You know, you want to set your mm-hmm. schedule in light of what are the opportunities God's presenting right now. And again, yeah. to give yourself a flow, because like, again, I find, again, depending upon where people are, if you're bored right now, and some people are, they're bored. 
a schedule is going to help release the boredom because you need Absolutely. some things in your schedule to look forward to or that you like or like yeah. touch points. If you're overwhelmed right now, the schedule is going to help you That's deal with right. that because you're going to know when I'm yep. going to get this done. And that mm-hmm. a lot of times, again, once we order ourselves, we feel a lot better. You know, some people just writing down the to-do list. Yeah. Oh, I have so much to write down. Ah, it's not as much as I thought, right? Yeah, it's, and then you start scratching stuff off it and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm, I'm fine. Right. But yeah, the ideal week is is a great thing to do. Like I constantly have mine open in front of me. I pull it up all day long. It's just an Excel spreadsheet of every hour of the day. And I, this is not really my jam. Like I don't mind either at all. Right. And so this is a, a test for me, but I mean, I have in there lunch and walk from 12 to one every day and I'm taking a full hour for lunch every day or trying to, um, it's ideal, right? It's not, yeah, it's not ideal actual. Again, <laughs> and ideal again, it's not going to the beach for eight hours a day. It's ideal of how you're getting your work done and how, right. but how you're leading yourself as yeah, we, this yeah. whole podcast is about and getting my work done, but also caring for myself, like taking a walk and going to lunch yeah. and putting those things in there because for, look, maybe you look forward to that walk. Okay. I'm going to do that. I do. After yeah. That. Or yesterday I was writing and I had to get something done. I'm like, I want to have breakfast. I have like a cup of tea. So I gave up coffee for Lent. No, I can't wait till that's over. And I have a cup of tea and a cookie. So I'm kind of cheating because I'm having something hot. But anyway, <laughs> but then I, I'm hungry, but I'm like, I am not going to have like a, I make eggs kind of for breakfast. I'm not mm-hmm. making that breakfast until I finish that thing. Yeah. That's like the payoff. Reward right? yourself with something. Right. Yeah. So you can put those rewards into your schedule. Yeah. Put them in the schedule. I would say put everything in the schedule. Put your right. prayer time in the schedule. Um, just put everything in there. And, and there are moments when I do feel overwhelmed and like I'll be going through like a stream of text or a stream of Slack and we're trying to get something done. We're, we're working on something and then all of a sudden it's done and it's over. And I'm like, what was I working on before that little emergency started? Or what am I supposed to be doing now? And I yeah. can open up my spreadsheet and see like, oh, this is my time to, uh, you know, think about member care and all the things member care. Let me give Bob a call and we'll talk about that for a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the schedule has been tremendously helpful for me. Now, let me ask you, have you, as leading a team, have you shared that schedule with the rest of your team? Uh, I, I have not shared the ideal week, but I shared a schedule that said how long I'm working every day and what days I'm writing. So maybe I'll share this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's another thing you can do is share that with other people in your team so they can know and they can help hold you accountable to that. So, or I have a coach and. Um, he says, okay, I, I know. And now we're working with him some more. It's like, I, I know not to bug you then because you're writing. And right. I've actually at times had to chastise him. If he asked me to do something I'm like, no, I, you know, my schedule, I can't, I can't yeah. do it. That's, oh, where that's I'm perfect. Producing content. So I even think too, again, if you're feeling overwhelmed, but Hey, I know by Wednesday morning, I'm going to get to this. Okay, right. great. Right. Uh, you know, or Wednesday's the time mm-hmm. I, or Thursday morning, whatever the time it is. I know I'm putting that off and I know I'm feeling the stress of having to get that done, but I know this is the time where I can get that done. So yeah. Um, and again, I think you have to tweak this again. My schedule has been totally thrown off, you know, as somebody who had Fridays, uh, I had Fridays off Saturdays, I would be off till about three 30 and then come in in the evening. And then I would work like three 30 to 10. I was kind of away. Mm-hmm. And now, and then I had Sundays I was working all day long. Now right. that's been all thrown off. I'm off Saturdays. I'm not sure if I like it or not. I'm trying to work Friday mornings till like one and then knock off. I, I don't even know if I like it yet. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I, it's only been two weeks, right? Yeah. Keep. I mean, like I keep adjusting that ideal week every yeah. every hour of every day. I'm like, oh, this seems like a good time to do that. Yeah. So it's not like a set it and forget it. It's look at yeah. it and readjust yeah. as you see. Again, to a point because you don't want to. You've created that for a reason because well, that's true. So yeah. you don't want to co- totally throw it out, but to adjust it as you need to. Yeah. All right. Great. We are gonna uh, take a quick break and we'll be back to wrap up. 
Did you know that Rebuilt is now available as an audiobook? Hear the compelling and inspiring story of how Father Michael and Tom brought their parish back to life in the voices of the authors themselves. Understand the vision and strategies that made Nativity a church of growing disciples, growing disciples. Cardinal Timothy Dolan said about Rebuilt, if you love your parish, read this book. But now you can listen to it too. You can find Rebuilt in audiobook format on audible.com. Just search for Rebuilt and listen away. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Today, Tom and I are talking about some ways that you can lead yourself and your team through this crisis when we are all feeling a little isolated, overwhelmed, bored, stressed, whatever it might be. And when we left for the break, we were talking about uh, really planning out your schedule using the ideal week idea. And Tom and I have both have admitted that we're not good at, I don't really like to schedule out my day by the hour like that, but it's really been helpful for me working from home. Yeah. And so again, I think, again, it's going through your week and creating, going day by day, what you're going to do at certain times. And obviously mm-hmm. you would go in and you would put in the, if there's meet, regular meetings you're still doing, which I would encourage teams to still do via yeah. Zoom. Yep. Um, put those in your calendar, obviously first, those are kind of anchors, you know, are going to happen. And then I think next is go into the priorities of what you need to get done. So for you, I think you and I are both, it's like writing or I put content creation. It's mm-hmm put those in and I, I try to put big blocks of time because yeah me too another thing is it's deep work you can't yeah. just you know you can answer email you can't do it for an hour minutes, yeah right. you got it you need a couple hours yeah i kind of it's like you have to warm up you have to get your mind into it and then you have you to come stay out in of it. it yeah yeah yep yeah. yeah. um i just read something yesterday that if you check a text while you're writing it takes you 25 minutes to get back into writing mm, mm, that's bad, 25 right? minutes i don't know if it's that bad but Really? All right. But it's bad. It does. It, it disrupts you. It's not just the, the yeah. 30 seconds is not. Right. Um, and so put those kind of big blocks in and then kind of, you know, put the kind of Stephen Covey, you know, put the big rocks in first. Yep. I put, put email in a couple spots just to make sure like that's the only time I'm going to check email. Yeah. I don't need to check it all day long. Yeah. I put that in there and I'm not disciplined I'm as not much. I'm not very disciplined <laughs> in it either. I will Especially put check email right this time. But if I have 15 minutes, that's what I'm doing. But unfortunately, then I'll also check it. That's a bad habit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, put those big rocks. So mm-hmm. put in the things you know are going to be there. Then put in the big rocks of stuff you know you need time to get done. And then put in the small things. So that's kind of the ideal week. Kelly uses an Excel spreadsheet. I just use a Word document where I go hour by hour. Okay. Wh- whatever you need to use. Mm-hmm. And you probably already have iCal or some other calendar in your computer. Again, start there. But... Again, you're reevaluating, especially at this time, how you're going to use this time, again, to seize the opportunities God's given you. Yep. Great. All right. Fantastic. We're going to pray for us today. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, during this time, we we are a bit stressed. We're a bit, there's so much coming at us. We are, um, we don't know what to make of all this, God, but we do acknowledge you are in control. So, God, we pray that you would save us from all the speculation, pray, save us from all the worrying, anxiety, annoyance, whatever emotions we're feeling right now that would distract us from the opportunities you're giving us. God, we pray for you to save us from those. Help us to take control of our schedules, to know the opportunities you're sending our way, and to take control of our schedules, uh, to find the ways to get rid of the stress that's coming our way this time. So, God, we can do your will. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.